friends, and welcome to Annie's Pink Chair. And I have a very special guest that is a fellow Minnesotan that I met a few years back, and she's just a beautiful human being, and she's done some groundbreaking work that a lot of us wish we could have done way back in the day. So my friend is Vanita Carter, and she's the founder of Breaking Free, one of the first nonprofit organizations based in St. Paul, Minnesota, and in the country, whose mission is to end all forms of prostitution and sex trafficking. Ms. Carter is also an author, sought-after speaker, trainer, and award-winning pioneer in the abolitionist movement. Benita, how are you today? I'm so happy I'm you came on our show today. Uh, thank you so much for having me. You're going to have to excuse my voice. I'm getting a little hoarse. It's okay. It's just an honor. It's an honor to, to see your beautiful face. And I see oh. your posts on Facebook. And, and girl, you have been doing this work for how many years now? Just about 30. Wow. Just about 30 years. So I just, I want to honor your journey because... 30 years ago, I was, wow, I was in the sex industry still. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and so you are like a mom to so many people. And what I love mm -hmm. about you is, first of all, you're from Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. And huh? <laughs> the other thing is, is that I did not know you were around when I needed help when I was in Las mm -hmm. Vegas. I didn't know about breaking free and about that someone created a program to help girls like me and all my friends. So can you tell me about yourself and what actually sure. got you into the sex industry and eventually being trafficked? Yeah. Well, what just even go back a little further than that. First off, I was raised by my grandmother and a Christian woman, very Christian woman. And so I was brought up to, to, you know, in the church, I'm going to say church every Sunday, every Wednesday, you know, one of those type kids. But uh, what really got me involved in this um, sex industry was that I, I, after I graduated high school in the 70s, <clears throat> excuse me, in the 70s, uh, the stripping, uh, stripping came to Minnesota is what I'm going to say. And uh, it, it, that was early 70s. And so I just graduated from high school and myself and a girlfriend decided, based on an ad we saw in the newspaper, make $1,000 a week or more dancing. Right. And we thought, wow, a good way to get money for school, for college. Was it, was it party time? Yes, or was it was. It, girl, it was you know, you know, you already know. I worked for party time, too. I'll say, so they yes. were like... And Virgil, was he the owner back then still? Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, my goodness, yes. So that's, <laughs> you know, I'm taking it back quite, right when they first came. I know. Back, and so uh, they said dancing, and, you know, we were pretty naive. We really did think it was dancing. We thought, right. something we haven't done before. Why not? So we went for the interview. The interview was totally cool. You know what I mean? We were fully dressed. We, we danced. And we got hired and we were all excited. And, Wait know. a minute. 
What kind of interview was it? Did they bring well, you into the office, like the back office with the, the booker lady? and Or did you have to go on a stage? No, we went in a, in a back office where we just talked to him and some other person. I didn't see a wow. lady at all. Did, yeah. did you feel like Virgil, and rest his soul, because he's no longer here, did you mm. feel like he was being exploitive at all or kind of weird with you guys or not? You know, no, I really didn't at that time. You know, it just seemed like a, I mean, all, he talked to us about becoming models and, you know, things like that eventually. And, but he did have us wear laundry, you know, laundry. And so, but I, I thought I wear less than that to the beach to be honest. You know what I mean? Right. Two-piece suits. So it wasn't anything that, uh, you know, sent warning signs to me, the interview. And then we started. You know, he called us up that night and told us he wanted us to start soon. And so we took that as, okay, good. We were happy, you know I mean? Right. $1,000 or more a week. And, and it started off really cool. We, we didn't take anything off. You know, we were downtown Minneapolis. Uh, it was all, you know, the, the businessmen that worked in IBM and all that kind of stuff that came in. Was so, it the Skyway Lounge at the time? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> and so anyway, um, yeah, after that, about a couple weeks of that, then he started separating us. She was white. Now she went down a whole nother track than I did. Right. And it, it got ugly. It really did get ugly. Wow. And, um, you know, we were just, we were taking off our tops, and he had this lady convince us that, you know, the bodies are peace, you know, our art, and you're beautiful, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we both fell for it, you know, and thought, okay, well, what can it hurt for a while? But I'll tell you, my sure. life changed. My whole life changed. Everything went backwards for I was able to get out, and I'm going to say in about probably six months, I realized it wasn't what I wanted, you know, what I thought it was going to be. But my girlfriend, they got involved. We never saw each other again after that. I mean, I was tripping, like, where is she? Why isn't she calling? What's going on? Well, they were really, she was going all around, you know, the United States and Canada. Yeah. And so uh, <clears throat> I saw her again when she was in her 50s. No. And I said to her, yes, I said to her, what happened to you? And she said, uh, she had met a guy. And she said, uh, she, they got, you know, he became her pimp. I'll just keep it real. That was her pimp. Right. And she, I said, well, how did you get out? And she said, he just died. <gasps> he just died and she was in her 50s. And she was like a kid. We were both in a in, uh, Rosedale Shopping Center or something. One of the Rosedale. <laughs> Yeah, uh -huh. and um, she was just like for the first time, you know, just able to, you could tell it, you could see it in her mannerism. She was like free. And then about a year after the two of us began to get back together, I got a call from her son and he said she never woke up. So she Aww. just died. And it just really, you know, it's, it's the story really about so many uh, women, really, it is. I mean, they don't all right. die, but so many of them uh, do in the heart. You right. know what I mean? Yes. And yes. So, the the yeah, soul dies yeah. before the body dies, right? 
That is so and true. Yes. So you did you, you know, just get angry at that point and just feel like, what can I do? Like what prompted you well, to want to help women? You know, what prompted me was because I met so many women in there, in the life that were mm -hmm. coming in and out. You know what I mean? And, and as I got out, I stayed with a friend of mine uh, just to help me. She, she was a teacher, actually, one of the teachers that I had befriended. And uh, we just talked. She, she talked me through a whole lot of stuff. And I just remembered all these young women, some younger than 18, that I had met, you know, at the strip club. And, and so... Uh, I just wanted to go back in. I said, you know, I want to go back in, but I want to, I want to do some something for, somehow help those women, you know, let right. them know they're more than that. Because, for me, when I get when I got out, what I did, um, Annie, to be honest, was, and I haven't told many people, I really had to pray. I remembered well how I, you know, well how I was raised. I said, there is a God. I said, if you're real help me to leave this because it was starting to get really bad about seven months. Yeah. Ago, you know? And uh, I just felt a peace and I called my friend that was a teacher. I said, I need you to come pick me up. I was way out some part of Minnesota, you know, and she drove out there, picked me up and I just never went back. You know what I mean? I just, I just right. never went back. And so uh, God answered that prayer. You know what I mean? Because it gave me the strength to just get up, walk out of that bar and and never go back, you know. It sounds like you had a really good foundation, Manita. Like coming up. Something inside of you, like it said, I'm done. And and yeah. you went back to that foundation. How important do you think that is for some survivors to have some sort of spiritual background when they lose their way? You know, I think for me, I really do think it's really important. And that was one of the things with breaking free that I uh, that I made sure happened. We had different. Tell us what breaking free things. is. Yeah, well, breaking free is the organization that um, that I founded back in 1996. But prior to breaking free, I worked for another agency called Whisper. Mm -hmm. And when Whisper faded out, prior I like to that I name. Wanted, yeah, Whisper was real because we keep secrets, don't we? Yes. We keep a lot of secrets. Absolutely. You know? And so Whisper stood for women hurt in systems of prostitution engaged in revolt. You know? Wow. And so they moved me on. They're new. They, I, they started in the 80s, actually. And I got hired in 89 there. And I, uh, they closed in 96. And in 96, Breaking Free started. But God told me while I was there that you're going to be doing your own thing. You're going to be doing an agency similar than that, similar to right. this, but it's going to be different. And the oh, different man. spiritual. Th this is it's so beautiful. I, mm -hmm. I got with my ex trafficker in 87 ish, 88 and mm -hmm. went to Vegas, but I had no idea there was someone that was broken and hurt from the industry behind the scenes, being a warrior like you, working for the agency Whisper, and then God telling you, you're going to have your own agency like this. Yes. So you eventually yeah. did found Breaking Free. I did. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he told me there was there was going to be some differences. One was it was going to be OK to say his name. You know what I mean? 
that he is the way and the only way. And I really, the way, the truth, and the life. Yes, yes. And that's the one thing that I wanted to do because, you know, Whisper was a beautiful organization, but it wasn't, you know, there was no kind of Christian connection, but I did learn a lot about how to run a nonprofit and such, you know. And so uh, that's the one thing that made Breaking Free different because we talked about God and we tried to lead women to the Lord and they, they are still doing that today. But the other thing is that I wanted to do housing because there was nowhere for women to go when I was at, at Whisper. You know, it was like women's battered women's shelters, right. which back then it was difficult to get a woman in a shelter, you know, because yes. they didn't understand prostitution and yep. that it was violence against women. And yeah. so I, I asked the Lord, please help. Let's open up some housing for women. I, that's what I wanted to do. And so today, uh, Breaking Free has like, I think it's like 38 units, you know, one and two bedroom units for women. It's not, you know, it, it's not a lot, but it's a beginning. No, that's so great. Housing, you know what I mean? And so and it's, the two it's, that you think. Especially like St. Paul and Minneapolis, People don't understand. They, I mean, I know it's. It was in the news the past couple of years. It's been crazy because I never thought I'd see my hometown on the map like that. Yeah. Not in a good way, by the way. Like, right. but it's changed our country, and that is the one thing that I want to say about Minnesota: that there is this underlying, like, heartbeat. It of really good, is. but then there's this other layer of, and I saw it, Manita, with my exes being pulled over, um, just being treated a certain yeah. way because of the color of your skin. Right. And then, and then of course the, just the way I was growing up, I used to go roller skating at St. Louis park. Do you remember the roller skating yes, rink there? Yeah, I've been there. And I used to go on the yes. adult night. When I wasn't yes. an adult, I'd sneak uh -huh. in because mm -hmm. I loved it. Yes. But I had a lot of growing up in school, uh, bullying happened to me. And I know mm -hmm. I'm a white girl, but there's yeah. a lot of like fighting in Minneapolis of different races. It's really yeah. sad. And I think it it's is. a lot it, compared to Las Vegas and the, the West Coast it's a lot stronger there. There's a lot of more lines that are, they're not blended and it causes right. this terrible rift in people learning how to get along and loving each other. And so when you yeah. said about your friend that she left and you didn't see her till she was 50 and, and then things got really dark for you. I remember with party time, there was a particular girl that that happened to that was my friend that I didn't see her until I was in the game and she was in the game and she had gotten with this really, really violent pimp. And the last time I saw her, she was bruised like from head to toe. So I, I just want to thank you for life. doing what you do. So oh, what yes. ultimately, I mean, there's 38 units at breaking free and, and then you kind of went on your own venture now. So Tell us about yeah. what you're doing now to help women. Well, right now I, I do more. It's, it's the direct service pieces, not like it was because I don't, you know, breaking free. That's all we did really was a lot of direct service. 
but I'm more into now the uh, the education and training specifically. And God has opened up doors for me to go all, I'm going to say really all over the world, to really uh, talk to people about the realities of prostitution and the violence in it. And um, I've, oh, I, I've started two different ventures now. One is Benita Carter Ministries, and the other one is Benita Carter Presents. And Benita Carter Presents really does kind of do similar to what we're doing, interview survivors and other people. And it's 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 mainly on human trafficking and prostitution, but there right. are other issues. Uh, for instance, um, right now I, I'm working with, uh, I work with the Haitian community in Minnesota. And as we all know, they just had that big, huge Yes. Yep. So I'm doing a fundraiser for them uh, this coming Sunday, actually. And uh, so, I mean, there's so there's so many things happening right now in our world. So I'm trying to, like I say, I focus on human trafficking and prostitution, but we're looking at a lot of different things that impact people, you know, in such a, a hard way. And the ministry, Benita Carter Ministries, is really, uh, God said that is to set the pe- set the captives free. Right. Let people know I'm coming soon. You know what I mean? And to Absolutely. Be so basically, I really do talk a lot about that and help women to know it doesn't matter what you've been through. You know, he created you. You know, um, he has a purpose and a plan for your life. You know, he said he knew us when we were formed in our mother's womb. You know what I mean? And he'll never leave us or forsake us. You know what I mean? But he's coming soon. And just help to prepare them and let them know, you know, he's there for you. You know, things are hard and they are and they're rough, but there is a way and he's the only way. You know, that hurt that you get from prostitution goes deep. And yes. sometimes women would, I mean, I've known so many women that have committed suicide. You know, I know women that are just hurting, but only God can heal that kind of a wound. Only he can dig that deep and help you to recover from that. And that's really what I do try to, uh, what I do in the ministry is really talk all about the Lord and his love. And uh, that's kind of what the ministry is about. We, we have, a, 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 I'll say, a conference once a year where I invite people. And you are going to be coming one of these years now. <laughs> I would love business. to. Yeah. But it's just to share with the people, you know what I mean, that Jesus is the way. You know, and there you, is no other I want to ask you, obviously you've been through trauma, Vanita, and what about Jesus is that special piece that connects everything with the healing inside of your heart? Because I know for a lot of people, they don't necessarily understand how that works. How in your life has Jesus changed your life and then given you the warrior status and the courage to do what you're doing? I, I want to say first, a lot of people, you're right, don't understand, but we're talking about a, a supernatural God, okay? Amen. Who's sovereign. Mm. You know what I mean? And once you accept him into your life, a supernatural experience takes place with inside, you know, inside you, within you. You know what I mean? That it gives you the strength. That's a Holy Spirit working and living and breathing inside of you. And that's what we have to help people to understand. You know, he doesn't, he says that when he left here, he said, I'm gonna leave you the comforter. You know what I mean? 
and he's going to be with you. He's going to be in you. And that's what people don't understand. This is not just us doing something out of our own strength. It's God, Jesus Christ, working inside of us and giving us the strength to do the things we do, giving us the wisdom and the knowledge to, to do those things. All we have to do is listen and believe and read our word. The word will direct us if right. we will just open it up and read it and pray, stay in prayer and read. And those things are not hard to do. He's not telling us to read the Bible in a day. But I talk to God all the time. You know what I mean? I right. do read it. I, I do talk to him all the time. And that's what I'm trying to get women in the habit of doing. You know, I mean, pray. It doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out anything. God hears whatever you're saying, and he will answer. He will answer you. So I think that him being faithful to what he said he would do for us, to his word, is what has been helping me to get through every day. I know it is. So you know, you know, it's so beautiful, and and I feel like you were speaking to everyone that's listening, and especially the person right now that's listening or, or watching that is hurting so deeply, Vanita, and they don't understand why, but God sees their pain, and yes, He sees, he and the Holy Spirit wants to come in and live inside that beautiful heart that's broken. Oh, and yes. to mend yeah. and heal. And I, I just want to thank you for, I felt like the Lord say this, and I don't even know why I'm saying this, but mm -hmm. you are a system breaker. So the mm -hmm. systems that have been set in place by the enemy, it's like yeah. you come with the whip and you crack it and it just breaks it apart. And God's love is, yeah. is the mending you know, salve to the wounds and yes. bringing not only all the women that you work with and the people that you work with, because it's not just women, I'm sure, little girls, yeah. little boys, yeah. teenagers, little boys. everyone, yes. every type of community, especially, you know, you're the Haitian community, that you're yeah. bringing the love of God to them. And it's so important, especially right now. And oh, yes. And then I felt like God's using you as uh, like an, an angelic inviter. Like you invite the realm of the Holy Spirit to inhabit people, to help them get through and break through, just like yeah. breaking free mm. into the realm of freedom. That's right. That's right. So, That's the only way it's going to last and work. And I thank you for being so bold and not mm. shrinking back. Because I know okay. when there's nonprofits and there's social justice movements that people tend to forget, well, what started all of this? Where's yes. the heart behind this? Mm. Who made you as strong as you are, as courageous you are, as the warrior-driven woman of God that you are? If we go back to that root, everything else will just fall into place. And his true. love. Do you remember in the 70s? He's got the whole world in his hands. <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, yeah. I know I, I remember the 70s music and I just remember all the Jesus songs because there was that hippie movement. And it yes. just reminds me of people knew back then that our world was changing. And right now in this time and date, especially since this pandemic and our world just going mm -hmm. crazy, we yes. need Jesus. Mm -hmm. 
would you say the only way. more than ever That's right now? Way. He is the only way. I would say what? I would. Go ahead. I would ditto just what you said. We need him, you know, and he's coming soon, just like you say, and I say it all the time. And not everybody likes to hear it, but it's truth. Jesus is coming soon. Girls say that. Yes, he's he's coming for it, us. Love, he love to, doesn't, he doesn't want to leave anybody behind. Right. You know? He doesn't. He doesn't. Love doesn't doesn't pick and choose. It's no. Love is there for everyone. Everyone. And Jesus us. came to die for every single person on this earth. That is so and true. I'm so thankful for you, and I just wanted oh, to honor you today and have you come on here. But I wanted to ask you one last thing. What is the best advice that you could give your younger self? Oh, my younger self. That's many moons ago. <laughs> or whatever. Or whoever, a younger person. Yeah, no. Before they uh, enter any good. type of industry of exploitation. Yeah. What's the best advice I'd give my younger self would be to, uh, to never give up and to... Um, to never give up on Jesus, because some days you don't, you know, you don't feel, you feel the different, you know what I mean? You don't, sometimes you feel like giving up, but you can't, you know what I mean? Just trust in him, because he's faithful and he's true. Amen. Amen. And the last thing, where can people get a hold of you if they want to contact you? And what are your social media handles? Yeah. You know, uh, it's Vanita uh, Carter Ministries. That's on both of these handles are going to be on Facebook. And I've never called them a handle. See, that's how old I'm getting. I guess it's a handle. Vanita Carter <laughs> Ministry. It's uh, through Facebook and Vanita uh, Carter Presents. And they're both on Facebook right now. So uh, those are the best ways. But they can get a, get a hold of me at um, BC Ministries. Uh, okay. Dot, that's my email. And then do you have... Do you have any other social media that you're using right now? I don't know. Just no. those. Okay. Those mm. All right. Oh, well, we're going to post your links. Go ahead. And Instagram. I forgot about that one. I'm okay. sorry. What is it on Instagram? Uh, Vanita Carter Ministries is on Instagram. Okay. So what we'll do, everyone, we're going to post the links in this video. And I want you to reach out to my sister, my sister in Christ, I can say it and, you know, connect with her, get to know her and invite her, invite her to speak. She has a lot of knowledge. Vanita, I just want to thank you so much for your service and for coming thank on you. here today. And I love you. Oh, I and love I'll you see too. you I'm soon. You. Okay. Definitely. Don't come in the cold though. You freeze. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God bless you. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Hi friends, I wanna talk about our nonprofit today. It's called Destiny House. And it's a place where ladies that have been in the sex industry, ladies that have been sex trafficked, can come and live and recover from their lifestyle. Basically it's this, to dream, discover, develop into the perfect destiny that God has for them. It's nine to 24 months and we're so excited because we're actually going to be opening up our second home called Dream House. And this place is a place where ladies can come after the first program. And it's more independent living where they have their jobs and their schooling that they're doing. And they can become more successful because we know that trauma and complex trauma is real. That's why I want to ask you today to please consider to partner with us because 
Most, if not all of these ladies come to our program and they're completely broken. They've got heavy complex trauma with comes with so many different issues and comorbidities that they need help just to get stabilized and to get their mind and their heart right and to get healing from that deep trauma. Please partner with us. It's on your heart. We need to keep our houses open. You can go to hookersforjesus.net, click on donate, or pinkchair.com and click on donate. And your donation is tax deductible. Thank you, everyone.